0: It was a time, not unlike our own, when brutal danger was a part of life. It was in this time that young Conan was orphaned, at the hand of Doom, And so it became a time for vengeance. Only after his body and his will were shaped by slavery on the wheel of pain could Conan begin his search. First he had to learn the daring of the thief, the cunning of the fugitive, the bravery of the warrior, the warmth of friendship. the passion of love and the wisdom of one who has suffered, only then would Conan understand that revenge is the answer to the riddle of steel. Conan the Barbarian, a film by John Milius.
1: Conan the Barbarian is a 1982 film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Conan the Barbarian, uh, Sandal Bergman as Valeria, the Queen of Thieves, uh, and James Earl Jones as Thulsa Doom, the the villain. Um, It was directed by John Milius, who was the writer for the first two uh, Dirty Harry films. He received an Academy Award nomination for his work as screenwriter on Apocalypse Now. And then went on to write and direct uh, Conan the Barbarian and the Red Dawn, among others. And it was little-known fact written by Oliver Stone, who later went on to fame and fortune writing and directing such films uh, as JFK, Platoon, Snowden, Natural Born Killers, Any Given Sunday, etc. This was actually Arnold Schwarzenegger's first commercially successful film. Hmm. Uh, made $100 million. You can definitely see that it's he's kind of rough around the edges in here. But I think... That's part of this movie's charm it's been i, I have oh, a lot yeah. of i have a lot of affection for this film because my cousins and I uh grew up kind of like you know we we were eight to ten year old boys when Conan and the Destro- the barbarian and the destroyer came out um it's very quotable um it's got a lot of action and scantily clad females um jim it like i said it's been it's been a minute since we've since i've seen this film I don't know how many times you've seen it and how long it's it's been for you but kind of like What'd you think? How did it hold up? Thoughts?
2: I, don't, I can't actually remember how many times I've seen this movie because I know, you know, we watched it together as roommates, but or at least I think we did. That might have been the Destroyer. Yeah, I I, I I can't remember, but I know I have seen it before. Uh huh. But it's been so long at this point that I remembered basically nothing about it. Right. And I just knew, oh, it's this early Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, fantasy, you know, sword and sandals film that I remember sort of thinking
1: fondly of, but probably because it's really shitty and cheesy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the epitome of the 1980s sword and sandal yeah. f- movie, man. This is it. This is the ur of that movie. I mean, this,
2: this spawns, you know, Xena and Hercules and Beastmaster. Like, yeah, this, this is the granddaddy of them all. And I don't mean that in terms of like timeline. There's stuff before this, but this is the one that kind of defined the genre.
1: Yeah. and, 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 and in large part, because of Arnold Schwarzenegger, like I said, he's kind of a diamond in the rough. The fact that he is struggling with his dialogue really kind of fits the fact that this is a story about a kid that's essentially raised by, wolves except for the wolves were cruel slave race people mm-hmm. uh and kind of his like bro his his weird harsh german accent kind of fits his character and the fact that he's a little maybe uh guileless and uh you know, like i there's this really interesting thing where him and this other thief character have a conversation about the religions which is like Reminded me of like two seven year old boys talking about whose dad can beat them up in a play- in a playground situation. Yeah, this
2: is exactly what I have in my notes. It's fi- it's five year olds like making up superpowers for their yeah. act- action
1: figures, right? Yeah. Well, I have a force field, and, and <laughs> right. you know, and and it's got an anti force field for your force field. Uh huh. It's 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 sweet and endearing, mm-hmm. um, and I. So it's funny because my initial when I was watching this film, I'm like, man, the three individual acts here, I think, are pretty good. But I felt like that the transitions between them were a little clunky uh, when I when I watched this without actually having the pressure of doing a live watch and making jokes about it. Um, I thought that some of the transitions were smoother, like that scene where he's dicking down the witch, and it's just ridiculous, and we were having fun watching it. Like, that's the connection of how he ends up in the Snake City, and how he meets the Queen of Thieves, and she's the Queen of Thieves, so of course she'd be stealing gems, and it does flow a little bit better. I do think there's some weirdness going on from the second to third act, but... um... It's yeah. like I said of 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 the film of this type. It's it's pretty fucking good. It's got some really good set pieces, and in the center of it is Arnold Schwarzenegger. This this rough around the edges, barely speak five sentences that you give him, uh, and it, and it works. And it's the movie that made him a star. Like yeah, for sure. I mean, think about if this movie had flopped, and you don't get the Terminator, you don't get uh, the Predator, you don't get. Uh, shit. What are the other ones? Have i already said the Terminator. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you, don't uh, you don't get Commando. or you, the other Terminator. You, like, I it's it's amazing. It's mm. it's amazing. Like what? How Hollywood would be different? Uh, how the state of California would be different if Arnold had bombed in this film, and he didn't, and he worked his ass off for it.
2: Yeah. No. I I. So this is a prime example of why we don't. live watches for stuff that we cover because that's actually important (laughs) yeah during the live watch i didn't understand anything about this movie Uh, i was looking at the funny characters i was cracking the jokes and i came away from it knowing absolutely nothing about the plot or the themes or anything second watch which i did in the same day Mm -hmm. uh because our our schedule's tight Mm -hmm. uh I came away from this movie with an entirely new respect for it. I think it's shockingly deep thematically. Huh. Uh, like, existential I'm philosophy yes. and, like... <laughs> dude it's crazy hey, if, if like I'll, I'll try and do my best to explain it and hey, i am definitely not a philosophy my, student. my
1: high school yearbook had a nietzsche quote in it too <laughs> it, it did not make it deep and thematic i'm I'm curious to hear uh your that, that's
2: yeah not not the most that's not the deepest part of it
1: uh-huh we'll say i i mean i'll add that praise to like because I, I i'm not sure i completely i'm with you on that level i'm i'm looking forward to the discussion mm-hmm. i'm open to it but this film looks fucking amazing. All these shots on yeah. location, it and feels epic. Uh It's it's like one of the last films that have like that cast of thousands field where. Oh. When you see this giant, you know, uh, the, what do they call those uh, like weird pyramids, Ziggurats, like with yeah, the mountain du- of power s- yeah. standing there, and there's like like a thousand people worshiping him. There's an actual thousand people there worshiping right. him.
2: This movie is epic on every level yes. from from you know the number of extras on set, like you mm-hmm. said, to what I think is actually a score that almost. It becomes epic enough yeah. to really sell it i it, I, I think it mostly gets there it walks between that and pa- self-parody occasionally yeah, yeah. And, and i think it's like reaching for something that it is
1: it, with it, almost within its grasp and i, I, and I this, think they they use the score poorly because that that heroic barbarian anthem uh-huh. Also plays over to Massacre of His People and Family. <laughs> which I think if they would have done a little bit more Howard Shore there and then save the you know the, the, the Teutonic triumph for the, uh-huh. the the second act transition and stuff, like you would have had something. Because it is a badass, like iconic, like gets you moving choral, oh, like yeah. intense choral, um, duel of the fates kind of stuff dude.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I when I was listening to it uh in my second watch i was thinking man this is about as close as i've heard to to a fantasy epic john williams Mm -hmm. like it's it's damn near there Mm -hmm. uh so so that's another scale in which it's epic uh the the set pieces are big like you look at that ziggurat you know mountain of power thing that you're talking about Mm -hmm. it's
1: a pretty damn big set yeah like those steps are no joke (laughs) yeah Suddenly, the animatronics were really sophisticated. Like uh-huh, the snakes. Uh, the snake, I, I thought, especially the really big ones, they, they uh-huh. move pretty well. There's a couple of, like, you know, it's a 1982 film. But the fucking buzzard that Arnold tears <laughs> into, that's startlingly lifelike, I thought. Yeah,
2: no, it, it it's the movie has its charms, and some of them are the cheese, right? Like right. punching out a camel is. Right there for comedy but sure there's weird animal stuff happening throughout this entire movie like dogs in armor uh punching out that camel and then the buzzard bite right which the funniest thing about that to me uh-huh. is that it 100 works like he's yeah. on the tree of woe uh-huh. he bites the neck out of this buzzard right there the, are the other dares buzzards- to try to eat him
1: before he's good and dead <laughs>
2: there are other buzzards in the tree, and none of
1: them fuck with him. Right? Again. Yeah. Not a single one comes down and tries to take a bite. Yeah, like they're—you can tell they're landing and like, hey, why aren't we eating this guy? Do, do you see? <laughs> right. you see the guy that's missing his neck down there? That's why we're not eating this fucker. It's because Bobby tried it and Bobby got bit. We're gonna—we're giving it three days till he last moves, uh-huh. and then we're gonna move. Um, but it's it, great. It's, it's weird
2: great. animal stuff, though. Yeah, around it, like the weird—you know—James Earl Jones turning into a snake, which I actually
1: don't think goes anywhere, which is odd. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of strange stuff like that. Um, I think it's interesting too because as a kid, now I had a atypical childhood, and I was raised in a religious cult where like demonic activity was not something that was seen as a metaphor for some other struggle. It's like an actual thing that can happen to you, and I found some of these scenes terrifying. Like. The f- I, I can't remember, as a child, I don't know that I ever made it through the demons trying to take so- Conan mm-hmm. because they yeah. brought him back to life scene without running for the other room. Because it's just like, I think Conan sitting there dead with all the weird spells tattooed on his body is fucking creepy. And Burial Shroud, the actual demons coming are kind of silly to look at now, but like, you know. Are they? Like, I was looking
2: at it thinking, man, that
1: is, what if what if that happened in real life and it looked exactly like it did? Yeah. That'd be fucking creepy right and you know, it's also the desperation the her- heroism of the of, of, of his sweetheart valeria um and his stalwart companions like i, I that stuff really is kind of youngian, and that like you you this could this could almost work as a silent film mm-hmm. everything is so yeah. well visualized and archetypal mm-hmm. like you can tell the guys that are bad just by the looking at them yeah. you know oh, this dude with the magnet for his helmet and the twin snake motif and it's all jet black armor. Bad news. Super mm-hmm. bad news. It gets complicated after that because everyone else is kind of barbarians and they could be... They could go... Uh, j- basically, you got to judge by how many skulls they got on them. Like, yes. one or two skulls? Yeah, okay, that's barbar... But, like, if they got six <laughs> skulls or maybe there's a baby skull, like, that's
2: probably a bad dude. Yeah, if you haven't learned not to take skulls by the second skull... Right. You're y- probably never going to learn You it. get too many, too many skulls and you just probably can't be a good person... And there's a lot of you know comedy in this film too. Uh, yes. which I think borderline is too much yeah. sometimes. Uh, they but go- but it's also one of its charms, and one right. of the reasons I love it.
1: Yeah, I think they find they go over that line in the destroyer, but they still yeah, yeah, have yeah. some pretty pretty funny stuff. Like I said, the the debate about you know who's got the you know is a four wins or Crom is comedy, but it, mm-hmm. it works. Him punching a camel out is objectively hilarious. I, uh, I think he gets hit on by a priest at some point. That's pretty uh, funny. That was kind of
2: funny, right? And and the the way he reacts to that. Oh, are these are your, your priest robes, and
1: especially yeah. since it's also like because the other thing is like as I'm watching this 1982 film of barbarians, but I'm also a 2019 man, and I'm aware of all uh-huh. the social progress, and I'm like. The scene of him seducing the priest is remarkably free of homophobia for yeah. what it is in 1982. I think it's, so. Like, he's got a goal, the other guy has a goal, yeah. and Arnold wins. Like, yeah, there's no, like, savagery to it. Uh-uh. It's just like, you know, if this guy had been... Bri- I, could, I could bribe him with money, I'd bribed him with money. If I could have bribed him with a camel, I'd bribe him with a camel. <laughs> right. he likes my ass, I'm gonna bribe him with the ass. There you go. And like the, even, like, when he gets him alone, it's like... he's like He kind of lets him down easy. You know, I'm just... Uh, I'm I'm so nervous and afraid. It's my... Uh, you know, before he before he knocks the guy out and takes his clothes, uh-huh. um, pretty 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 progressive for uh, you know 1980s bodybuilder. Except maybe in the depiction of the Mongols. Uh, there's they're, Mongols they're, in this film. Yeah, I mean when he goes to
2: the east and everybody starts turning Asian uh, that you see on screen. Okay. Yeah, and, and then the the guy on the beach. Uh, I, I think there's you know they a little st-
1: bit of a stereotype. Eh. because this is an eh. era it's, it's tough to tell it's like it's three four years sure. later they'll dress up a white man to be an indian in short circuit like <laughs> right. these are actually authentically polynesian and asian actors the one guy's like uh the 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 thief rogue warrior is uh, yeah, a, a world champion uh surfer did you know this no i didn't he'd never acted before he's a he's a he's a he's, okay. a, inf, he's a like called king of the pipeline or of ha- the, the pipe or the the tunnel or funnel or whatever the fuck they do uh uh-huh when they're hanging loose but uh yeah he had he had just been he looked good surfing wow uh and i think had done like a do- was in a documentary that milius had either produced or whatever and he's like i want you to be my fucking pa- ranger and i want this bodybuilder that's never had an english-speaking line in a film to be my barbarian and i want this hmm. dancer lady with massive thighs to be my warrior queen like it's yeah shit why not and he literally taught them on set there was a story where the reason they put, like, he wanted James Earl Jones and, like, Max Von Sydow, who are actors who are way, like, you oh, know. Oh, dude, James Earl Jones, so good in this. And, and he's. Okay, we'll talk about that here. In a he's minute. so good. But, but these guys had award winning stage and screen careers, and he brought them in to kind of inspire these newbies to, like, look, you know, sit up straight and take yourself fucking seriously. Max Von Sydow, Yeah. Sidel, whatever, is on, is on set. And I, I guess it worked. Um, supposedly Arnold's first scene that he filmed was the speech where he's like, what is good? And he does that, you know, uh, to crush your enemies and to see them drop. Um, that, apparently that's his first line, and it was so bad. <laughs> Even the best take that Milius, like, just, like, gave him, like, six weeks off to work on the next lines. <laughs> and he he personally practiced the lines with Arnold, like, 40, 50 times to get the pronunciation just right. Wow. Um, I mean, because that's the thing. Like, Arnold worked... The other thing that I found surprising is he... So like, there's something about how um, John Millius wanted him to look more athletic, so he trained for 18 months. But it's not like Christian Bale beefing up to play Batman. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger beefed down to play <laughs> Conan. He lost because he, like, he couldn't move. He lost like 30 pounds, so well he enough. could do like some of the fluidity and grace and rope climbing okay. and shit that that, that he shit. could do. But yeah, like what fucking role? uh well like and i imagine that's got to be tough for a bodybuilder to lose that much lean muscle mass yeah um
2: it, especially i mean he wasn't at at that time i don't think uh i, I don't know actually know when he won mr universe and you know wrote all his books and stuff but right. like he he went on to define bodybuilder right. to to the population at large yeah. like when you think the most famous bodybuilder you think arnold schwarzenegger period
1: yeah. He's still like there's people that are bigger, but like many people yeah. today say, like if you want like the epitome of of, of definition without like grotesquery or distortion, like a yeah. perfectly proportion as massive as you can be and maintained proportions of a normal human being, it's Arnold. And he seemingly did it pretty naturally, from what I yeah. gather from you know his books like Pumping
2: Iron, pretty and-
1: naturally, yeah,
2: <laughs> Predator pre- naturally. I don't know,
1: yeah, uh, like he didn't he doesn't have the back. I mean, he's he's got to be juicing, like he's just. Like you know, keeping his testicle size and head size, it's insane, you know, yeah, he's avoiding balancing the that, yeah. desperately balancing it, yeah, as he's making a shake in the morning, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 as he's as he's sucking wolf urine down, uh huh, uh, and creatine <laughs> powder. What? Speaking of
2: wolf urine, yeah, okay, uh, and being raised as by wolves, as uh-huh. the saying goes, uh huh. This is very much a coming of age story, right? Sure. I mean, you see in the beginning that his father is telling him, you know, about the Riddle of Steel, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. Uh, and he thinks, like, steel is the important thing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his father is killed, even though he's got this amazing sword. Mm-hmm. He's he's murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, both both him and Conan's mother are murdered, and that leaves Conan kind of, in a weird way, like a after, you know, spending X amount of years, I, I want to say something like, A thousand years but maybe we'll get there as well in on this wheel of pain Uh uh-huh he's kind of still a child in a man's body right like a a super ripped insanely strong man's body Mm -hmm. uh but he has a lot to learn and i think Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the plot device is the wrong term but the the crutch that they use to get him to a place where he can be this badass warrior right but also still be sort of emotionally stunted yeah uh and I think that leads into kind of one of the most interesting themes.
1: Well the also uh, it helps soften the blow of him committing like various war crimes. Like it's it's there's the you know the other thing is like uh they they feed they, they feed a w it's 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 like oh god, there's a scene where they uh they give him a woman to breed with.
2: Oh, right. And
1: it's like I'm like, oh Yeah, they're I, breeding
2: him. It's it's a, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a weird yeah. thing. Like he's
1: a prize stallion and uh-huh. like, you know, and I'm like like – because that's the other thing is um real realistically if you're breeding a, a a gladiator barbarian i think the woman would look uh a lot more trollish like she, you have this like you'd find a six foot four sturdily built beast of a woman to to to, to breed to this man but they bring her in this like this yeah this, it's, this, like Tormund it's like torment and like getting exactly, together right that's what that's, you want that's some sons and daughters that you can put in the pit and, and earn some handsome profit they bring in this as a waifish thing draped in silks and whatnot but like they also it's like uh because he's childlike and He's also not really cruel. Like they're, they have to no. make it seem like it's like, well, they're throwing this girl in this, this cage, but Conan's going to seduce her or give her a blank. I don't know. It's so fucking bizarre to try to watch then thread this needle between. Are we really going to have this hero rape a woman? <laughs> yeah, in, no. In, it's in... <laughs> it's this weird like sort of
2: milder Cal Drogo kind of thing, right? Like, yeah, it's accelerated and it's faster. Yeah, and, yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the expectation is that he's going to be a brute in the right. in the sheets, right? but he but seems to like calm down yeah and, yeah, like, yeah. I, i'm sure he's a proficient love maker.
1: and he yeah certainly <laughs> if you're listening to arnold and he also yeah. uh you know they give him a fairly fairly well sketched relationship with a, a woman later on uh-huh. um which uh that's the thing i guess that's where maybe you're going with the, the surprising depth that this film's got when you think about it, the one other of the, things, yeah. the other um swords and sandals epics of the day oh. the, the knockoffs and and how just kind of just top to bottom terrible they are i mean this was this yeah. is written by an academy award winning writer
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's directed by an academy award winning writer they know how to fucking tell a story so they do yeah and i'm super interested in this riddle of steel because
2: first time i watched it i had no fucking idea mm-hmm. what the riddle of steel was mm-hmm. uh, and i assumed that halfway through the movie he learned the answer to the riddle of the steel when he became a master warrior, you know, he, he was trained in the pits and then Mm. he went East and he learned the arts there. and he became this amazing warrior. But on second watch, I, I understood that that is, that is act one of, you know, his progress toward understanding the riddle of steel. Uh Um, And that act two is what James Earl Jones, what Thulsa doom is professing here, which is flesh, uh so so you've got steel which Arnold has mastered.
1: Conan has mm-hmm. mastered. It's something you can trust, it's something strong, it's right. something you can yeah.
2: Unfortunately, that is nothing in the face of the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. Because you you see how ineffective it is. He can't just walk in and kill Thulsa Doom because he has all these acolytes because right. these people are willing to die for him.
1: And the steel is nothing without the flesh to wield it. Like it literally Absolutely, yeah. Like like you you know uh that's that's kind of foreshadowed when Conan comes across the dead warrior king's tomb, like this sword yeah. did not save that guy. Mm-hmm. And it can do nothing. Like now, like his. Uh, I, I think when the, the the old king starts to stir, you're, like you're supposed to understand that like this sword is powerless from keeping its owner protected now because it has it, ha- it has no will intention of its own. So I I agree. Thal'sa Doom is what is a, eventually gives you the ri- answer to the riddle of steel.
2: Uh, but I think it's only the second piece of the puzzle. I think there's a third piece which Conan learns in the third act. Uh, and that is that will is the the sort okay. of unifying. It's like a triforce sort oh, of thing, where yeah, will yeah. is the thing that brings the flesh and the steel together. Yeah, and all of those things combined are the answer to the riddle of steel. Because ultimately, in the face of you know Arnold Schwarzenegger of, of Conan, uh, when they're up on that final platform at the mm-hmm. Mountain of Power, mm-hmm. and James Earl Jones turns to Arnold and says. You're my son. What would you be if I hadn't done the things I did? Right. I made you. Sure. You'll be nothing when I'm gone. And it's it's simply the will that he has to see through the manipulation there. Yeah. That okay. that wins the day. And I, I think like he has to have both he has to have all of those things. To even get where he is, he has to mm. have sort of command of the flesh. Like he he works with the people in his group to defeat thulsa doom's army that Mm -hmm. comes out to kill him Mm -hmm. uh, and take back you know oryx daughter Mm -hmm. uh and and i think there's there's a lot of interesting like existential stuff around that conversation but we'll we'll probably get there in a minute
1: i think you're right and i like the fact that because you know flesh without steel is weak steel without flesh is useless and both of those of that will is directionless like yeah they're 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 showing a difference between the other barbarians that are working for thulsa doom and like you know they're doing things for for power and whereas what conan is is moted by essentially freedom and love Mm -hmm. um and that is what makes him a good guy like if 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 he hadn't learned those things, and Tulsa gives him this opportunity to join him and become more powerful, then why why not take that? Like what that that's what separates a, a an evil man from a good man. And the Conan classic anti hero, but he's more good than yeah, bad for sure. And I think it's interesting too when you look
2: at the cult that Tulsa Doom is building, because it seems like their goal is to become empty, mm-hmm. which is sort of. It's bizarre because when when you're first introduced to them, right, they're like hippies. Hmm. Um, and you see them just like, you know, living this free and loving life uh, with all of their, their friends. And then this cult comes in. And by the time we get to the end of this movie, those same people are ready to cleanse the earth of of liars and rule makers and... Essentially, every authority that would be competing with Thulsa Doom. Yeah, I mean... Like, they've been brainwashed. They're empty. They're not following an ideology. They're following a man. They have no will of their own.
1: Right. It's like the age of Adventure Jonestown, led by yeah. James L. Jones. <laughs> right. And so I, I thought there was also a kind of that... Because I think back... I think people used to be more afraid of cults than they were. Because there was a few, like, the Moonies and... Uh, yeah. Of course we... I think the kind of climax in our day with, like, uh, uh, the Heaven's Gate... Oh, right. cults where you had these people that like uh you know there's still cults around today i used to be a member of one it's just it's a scientologist there's others but mm-hmm. um i think it's there's kind of that like because these these flower children were clearly kind of supposed to suggest that you know these people that are like easily manipulated and maybe not think about the the maybe they don't think about their life's philosophy for many many first principles um and and how easy it is to kind of twist that ideology into you go from flowers, children, and and loving life to cannibalistic orgies to <laughs> becoming a death squad cult, and I thought that was an interesting facet. Uh, you said something about James Earl Jones being fantastic in this, and yeah, I agree, but only so much as that any elder man in this role is fucking ridiculous oh
2: i agree completely
1: i because i as i was researching this and i saw falsa doom is like this classic that this is kind of the riddler for conan like this or or, or the joker like he's like a classic foil that this this powerful necromancer and he's described as having this like bleach white skull for a face and i'm thinking James Earl Jones head shaved with like a a skull painted on his face and everything else exactly the same because I dug his armor his robes all that shit Mm -hmm. you put that you shave that man's head and put him in like white face paint so it looks his face looks like a skull and he becomes just as riveting and magnetic and actually terrifying yeah, because there's a couple of things where like when he's uh, putting he's like mesmerizing Conan's mother and he's doing this kind of like <laughs> like kind of the, like their God raw from Stargate where he's pulling this kind of like model. I don't know, like something like Prince would pull off in a music video. And it's like, man, dude, you are just on the edge of losing this whole thing, maybe kind yeah. of doing it. No, he wrestles this role to the ground and dominates
2: it. Like he he commits one hundred percent to this. Role. Yes, and, and if that he didn't, is the thing that makes it work. Right. right. Uh, I, I think the character, the the, the dialogue does him no right. favors. I think. Right. Uh, yet somehow he's able to bring a gravitas, and uh, that's just James Earl Jones. Like, yeah. nothing comes out of that man's mouth that I don't believe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, any, I, I agree. Anybody else in this role, I have a much harder time seeing it. You could probably have made him le- look less silly, uh, along with you know his. Let, let me ask it's, you this. It, well, no,
1: I, I, I want to okay. stay because <laughs> okay. it's, no, it's the wig. Honestly, it, it's that's the, a that's that's huge ter- problem. Like this movie is one wig and a bad henchman mustache. Yes, away from being a time like timeless, uh-huh. but because of those things and 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 honestly, Valeria's hair uh this is forever going to be like a late 70s early 80s production and god damn it that's one thing that movies don't do nowadays movies are much better at intentionally thinking about making a like like stuff like this these 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 period pieces that are not actually from a real period making them them appear uh you know more more timeless and and mm-hmm. of an era that didn't exist whereas this it's like everything else looks so amazing. The swords are amazing. The armor is amazing. Uh, the, the sets are amazing, but the uh, hair and makeup people were allowed to just be like, glam these fuckers up. Sure. Why not? Yeah. This is what a Cimmerinian looks like. This is how his hair is feathered. Like it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. They couldn't get the hair and makeup. Like, look, look at what this guy's wearing. It's like a beaver pelt with fangs and you're gonna, you're gonna tease his bangs. What the hell? Anyway, yeah. what you were saying? No, it's fucked up. I, so I want to move
2: to some discussion about how much time elapses in this movie. Yeah. Uh, So Thulsa Doom, they say it in the movie is a thousand years old.
1: Suspiciously he? round number to my skeptical, <laughs> yes, skeptical it's, mind. It's probably
2: like nine ninety seven sure. or something. Anywhere you know. between. N- he rounds he's, up. He's, Sounds he's, better.
1: Anywhere but if he's ninety years old in this day, no one else would be alive around to contradict him. Right. So maybe he's just right. a, like a really well preserved ninety. <laughs> okay. And he's just used that to build his legend. But but go on. I, yes. I I would fully believe that he is not actually a thousand years old. However,
2: the movie sets that up. Sure. And says this man's a thousand years old now. Mm-hmm. If I come to you and i say uh when i was younger i had uh i had a chevy corsica okay that's maybe too specific when i was younger i enjoyed boating okay how old do you think I was when i enjoyed boating
1: as a thirty seven year old man Uh, I mean, when you when someone says they enjoyed, I always think that's like at least a different era in their life. So like, they'd be in your twenties, like college age. Okay, so like maybe even before a third of my
2: life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Okay, back. Yeah. Now let's extrapolate and say that Thulsa Doom, when he tells Arnold Schwarzenegger, I I don't remember killing your parents. That happened when I was a younger man in a different era of my life. Oh shit, you're right. He's got to be like 700 years old at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that would make Conan three hundred at least. That would make his his followers, his two henchmen, uh-huh. at least three hundred. Probably more, like four. What if he's just full of shit? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, you're you're ruining my whole. Thing. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I think this is a coming-of-age story of a thousand-year-old boy, because you're, is what I'm hypothesizing okay, okay, here. Or okay. at least a 300-year-old boy. I will
1: grant, it makes no sense for a thousand-year-old man to say anything in the last decade as from my youth. Right.
2: Or when I was younger, yeah. That's, right.
1: That's like Yoda referring to his uh <laughs> his Attack nine, of the 930s. Clones days as his like or like I was a younger man and now nine hundred years old, not as good. Like no, no. dude, like you're eight seventy, you're as old and wrinkly ass as you're gonna get when you're nine hundred. <laughs> right. Like, come on. Nothing has perceivably changed in the last fifty years for you. Right. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, so I'm thinking everybody in this is at least several hundred years old. Uh, at, at least the main players, like Conan, Thulsa, and his two sidekicks.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. I mean, I don't. I I, I don't think that's literally true, but sure. Like it's you can make an argument for that. Yeah. Okay. I think because like, cause the other thing is like it doesn't make sense for a man in Thulsa's position to make like, like at this point Conan has no hand. Like there's no incentive for also to try to minimize his actions like you know when you when you drag uh judge kavanaugh before the congress and he's he's asked to defend his his boofing and his spring break drinking and all that he's like oh i'm a i'm a young male who didn't drink you 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 know he doesn't do that if he's literally like holding those congress people over a a, a pit of molten lava he's not Mm, making excuses for his behavior so it's like that's a weird conundrum because why would he he's like oh that's, yeah of course I did shit like kill mothers ten years ago when I was eight hundred I get your point <laughs> right I think it's I think it's a script fuck up but probably uh, yeah but, or, but, or yeah. he's a straight up liar I think that's the better it could be a uh, the cult because, explanation. 'Cause because the way I retcon when I started reading this guy's badass history I'm like this is his first death this mm-hmm. is when he becomes a necromancer. Uh, so i I kind of fully bought that this was early on in his career, but yeah, I guess I missed the whole but, but then thousand they years do old.
2: they do nothing to try to make him look older
1: between the time that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a kid, tw-
2: the time that Conan was <laughs> yeah. a kid and now yeah uh whereas they do like that final shot, which is fucking metal. Yes. Of, of Conan in the smoke and the red lights as old Conan Yeah, sitting on a throne with his, the king the, Conan that, the heavy
1: crown sitting up on his troubled brow
2: right so they do go to effort <laughs> there to make him look uh-huh. a little bit older why wouldn't they do that with James Earl Jones if he was aging at a normal rate like I, I have to think that there's some truth to the idea that he's a thousand years old or at least like the man could turn into a snake what do you want
1: Right. I mean, what other evidence do you need? He could be super old snake. Don't flake. You put those together (laughs) and you have Uh an infinitely youthful or mid mid 40s and 50s looking black man.
2: How much of his life do you think he spent as a snake versus a
1: humanoid? (sighs) Well, that's my question. When do you become a snake? If you have that power, mm-hmm. like it's like the, I, I like if the you're orgies. about to eat a virginal offering, sure. Yeah. If you're getting freaky with your captured princess in the bed chambers, maybe. I think you just ask. You want, what do you, you want? You You see a hulking barbarian sneaking into your sex pit, and you're like, I'm gonna exit stage left. Okay. But like, other than that, is that something? you're Just like, you know what? I'm gonna spend this month as a snake just to kind of get 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 my get get my mind right. I got. Yeah. I got to coil yeah. up here in a corner, get my mind right i think so crawling, i think if you can crawl in this here wicker basket just <laughs> just kind of kind of think like a snake for a bit just listen to this this flute
2: soundtrack uh yeah I, I think if you could switch states between like easily move between those two worlds you do it pretty often to just like you say get your mind right um i i don't think i'm quite done with the existential philosophy because there's a big okay. question raised for conan at the end of this movie okay um and I I kind of sort of introduced the scene already. It's that final scene where uh, I love it. Like it's, it's so there's such a matter of fact way about uh, how he chops off Dulce Doom's head Mm -hmm. and he takes it and he shows how hollow this man is, how nothing this flesh is. Mm -hmm. When he shows it, he fucking shows it to the crowd of followers Right. And then he throws it down the steps, which is amazing. Uh Absolutely amazing. But I think the important thing there is the question that James Earl Jones, uh, that Thulsa raises in Conan's head.
0: I am the wellspring from which you flow. When I am gone, you will have never been. What will your world be without me?
2: my son essentially what will you be when you get everything you want when you get everything that has been driving you so far who will you become right and i think that's what conan is pondering as he sits on the steps at the end of this film Mm -hmm. he's like trying to decide i've gotten it i've done it i've I've avenged my father i've answered the riddle of steel Mm -hmm. i understand it i'm gonna get into valhalla Valhalla most likely when i die what am i now And, and that to me is like one of the deeper questions in this film is does he actually find crom's sword i don't think that's supposed to be the sword of crom okay because
1: he finds a sword and he he picks it up and he says crom yeah i think it's supposed to he's he's realizing that this is like potentially a blessing of crom you okay, know, like this is like uh, providence guiding guiding him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where he was. Uh, his dad's a blacksmith. He has to know that banging a sword on the gr- a rusty sword on the ground is not going to make it pristine and maintain its edge in any way. But that's yeah. what happens.
2: No, he's ruined that sword.
1: <laughs> I, I love it how he's like chased up this rock by this pack of hounds. He falls backwards, tumbles in, finds this sword <laughs> all the time, going. Wah! Uh, My God the the Arnold pain <laughs> screaming is ten out of ten. It's prime. eleven out yeah. of ten on this, and you get it right front loaded, front loaded uh-huh. with a lot of it's grunt loaded, grunt loaded <laughs> and front loaded with a lot of screams and pain of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, but he rolls on his thing, he gets the sword, he comes back up with like a devilish smile on his face, and the next scene he's decked out head to toe in dog skin (laughs) the implication it's such a great detail that he fucking chased down and slaughtered every one of these fuckers and is wearing (laughs) them he's eaten and wearing them triumphantly i love it no it's great this movie pulls zero
2: punches uh i I talked about you know throwing thulsa's head down the stairs he punches out camels yeah uh the the kills that are violent and bloody yes I, I heard that this got an x rating and they had to pull out some i imagine some
1: footage. so between like the sexual violence the actual violence the just bare-chested nudity uh yeah the the uncanny like the like i my, the 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 because this is also came out in the middle of the like the D and D hysteria so like i'm i'm sure all that combined had mm. the Yeah,
2: i mean it starts off with a, a horrific scene like yeah his, Conan's father is mauled to death by dogs. His that, own That, which sword. is hardcore.
1: Like, a Game of Thrones <laughs> didn't have the yeah. balls to show someone ripped apart by dogs. This movie does. By armored dogs, too, which is hilarious. That scene where young Conan is holding his mother's hand, uh-huh. and you see, like, the shadow of the sword pass over the scene, and her head tumble, and her body go limp and pull her... Yeah, his own father's sword crafted um,
2: with his own hands. It's fucked
1: up, man. I didn't also catch it on the second time that, like, because I'm like, ah, he finds his father's sword broken. That's kind of a bummer moment. But he actually uses that fragment of the sword to cut Tulsa Doom's head off. Oh, does he? Yeah. Which huh. made, like, that moment okay. was, more, was cooler than I uh, initially uh, credited for. Yeah, I was sort of reading it as, like... And also had some problems with the hack, which made sense, too, because he's using this shattered sword to do it. Hmm. Yeah, I... Uh, when I saw, you know, the sword shatter,
2: because it's fucked up, this movie presents, like, this sort of MacGuffin with his father's sword... And then it goes absolutely nowhere, yeah. or at least. That goes, yeah. Yeah, it gets destroyed, mm-hmm. like by Conan. He, yeah. he destroys that very thing. By but his I think own end. thematically it fits in, right? Like he's right. learning that, that moment there teaches him well, the steel is not as powerful as my father said it was. Because mm-hmm. I just fucking broke it with, you know, this rusty old shit right. sword that I found in the cave. Right. Mm, those shit swords. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I came away
1: from this movie actually really really liking it. I think it's it really holds together. There's a couple of funny scenes where like whether when they're all in the tent, the forementioned uh, you know what is good in life, Conan scene. Mm-hmm. They establish that where they're like all these like men, these slave owners and pit. Barbarian fighter guys are sitting there, and there's like kind of like a like a walla walla crowd noise, and then it cuts out, and this one guy just st- says,
0: "My fear is that my sons will never understand uh. me." Uh.
1: And he kind of hangs there, and then the, uh-huh. the guys like hastily says, "Conan, what is?" It's like, did this guy get a little too real with the other warlords? <laughs> I think so. Like, whoa, whoa, Bob, we're not sharing deep emotional truths with each other. Uh-huh. All right, Conan, tell us about you know, the, 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 killing dudes, fucking bitches, and getting money. Like, <laughs> it's so out of left field, it makes me laugh every single time I saw it. There's a lot of weird <laughs> stuff like that in this
2: movie. For instance, like when he's learning the the eastern arts uh-huh and the guy teaches him how to swing a sword and then he back kicks this guy in the dick for yeah. what i can
1: tell is no reason well it's kind of like you know when the bride got trained and the guys like nagging her and trash talking her to try to get but like he doesn't kick Conan in the dick. No, he kicks the guy <laughs> beside Conan in the dick. Right? What does that teach Conan? I I have no idea what lesson was, in it'd be like if I don't know. But it's amazing. In Game of Thrones, if you know, our, uh, 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 the, the first sort of bravos is teaching Arya how to use this wooden sword, and like Sean Bean comes walking in the door and he racks him. <laughs> right. Just so, girl, that ends your lesson for today. He's like, "What? I? D- <laughs> all right, all right."
2: Um, yeah, it's fucking weird. And it then is I have weird. I have so many questions about like what certain things are meant to to be in the movie, like yeah. the wheel of pain. Uh-huh. Is the wheel of pain just simply something that they make people do because they they want to torture them? Yeah. Or or does it serve a purpose? Like is it grinding you know flour is it like a mill or is it like it's in the grinding of up a up desert the blue, wasteland the blue
1: stew or i don't know man what is
2: the blue stew is that like orgy juice what yeah is it like a jim jones kool-aid type thing what the fuck is that stuff
1: i don't know what why the does wheel, it have heads
2: and hands in it and
1: i had a lot of questions about the wheel of pain i looked it up in the official conan wikipedia page because there's a whole community of oh, everything yeah. about because there's like There's at least 50 Conan the Barbarian books by the guy who didn't write this main series. There's, like, hundreds of these things. There's tons of video games, movies, uh, just all kinds of shit. And apparently the Wheel of Pain, like, its official description is it's a device used to keep slaves and prisoners exhausted and occupied until they're sold or used for other purposes. Hmm. So, like, literally it's just a pointless task And it is – there is something kind of almost like Warhammer 40K, grim, dark, awesome about strapping a 12-year-old kid to this thing, and then he's just going to do that for 20 years until he turns into a Mm – But I'm also like, okay, if the lesson is that he does this until someone comes up and buys him, why this day? Like, I feel like Arnold would be looking pretty fucking prime for the fighting pits yeah, he's like the a year last, ago. He's the last slave on the he's auction the block. Last, he's the last kid picked for dodgeball. I don't buy it. No.
2: I don't buy it. There have to be, what, ten other better Conans
1: yeah. out there already scooped up? Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah, and, and how did he beat them when he got to the pits fighting right. circuit? Right. Like, it's so... I mean, occasionally happens. Like, Tom Brady famously, like, drafted in the sixth round, or maybe even undrafted, and he's hmm. pr- probably... Uh, I hate the man more than anything, and I can't argue that he's not the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Like, sometimes people fuck up, and their talent scouts aren't all there. But look at the guy! Yeah. Look yeah. at him! <laughs> he's Arnold goddamn Schwarzenegger! Right. Talent scouts in Samaria are fucking blind,
2: apparently. I, I will say... I think, after watching this movie,
1: I'm halfway
2: interested in reading a book or two.
1: A dude, same. I got, like, the lore looked pretty tasty and deep. Now, yeah, imagine it's and I'm not a lore ridiculous. guy, but
2: I'm thinking, man, if, if the... You know, if... I'm this impressed by a cheesy adaptation uh-huh.
1: of... Of those books and maybe i'd be really impressed by the books maybe i mean they're very like i imagine they're very 50s kind of pulp mm-hmm. um but yeah fun like i had a good friend in high school had had read them all um and he was always trying to get me into it and i was always like look man my mom takes one look at this <laughs> cover yeah and you're never getting your book back like it's hard enough to sneak lord of the rings by her like <laughs> this shit do you see this what's on this cover yeah He's literally conjuring a demon from a naked woman's vagina. It's <laughs> not going to fly in my house. But, yeah, right. it, it uh, the covers look amazing. And uh-huh. it's always like Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, Conan the Conqueror, Conan the Pirate, Conan the Ninja. Like, mm-hmm. how the fuck? This guy must, like, just fight around the world. Yeah, people are talking about how they really want Arnold Schwarzenegger to come back and do King Conan. Dude, I, this is what I want to talk about. Okay. The last image of this film... Is begging for old man Schwarzenegger to come out and do King yeah. Conan. Like like he should have done it ten years ago. Mm-hmm. He's he's seventy-one years old. True. His heart could explode at any moment from all of the from just maintaining his bulk for the last fifty five years. He's got to. There's no way this man dies and like he's it's like Clint Eastwood not making Unforgiven when he finally got old enough to do it. Right. Like, you, this is what you're supposed to do. You close out a trilogy. I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't believe it's not happening. But Maybe it's because, yeah. honestly, I think Arnold became his own worst enemy. That the only, like, when he was commanding $20 million just to show up. hmm no thing could get off the ground because he was, like, this giant boat anchor. And I don't know if he's flexed on that a little bit. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, no he was longer... either
1: going to make huge budget things or not, 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 not make all. anything. I mean, yeah. he's super wealthy because he's not not just, like, movie star wealthy. He invested in a lot of smart real estate in California. Yeah. Like... He's got to be, he's, and and he married a Kennedy. He's like, he's like super fucking wealthy. Uh So he doesn't have to do anything. Like why, but why wouldn't he want to? This is the guy that has Conan's sword hung in his governor's fucking office when he was serving as governor of California. How can he not make King Conan? Mm -hmm. He kind of lived that life.
2: Yeah. Book into your career, man. Do, do, do one last big movie that everybody wants you to do and call it good. Retire to your castle
1: plus he's got like he's got so much life experience and like more acting skill like mm-hmm. he's his the improvements i mean Arnold was never like on the level of uh sliced alone when it comes to acting and just that's something we kind of talked about in the pre the prelude of this podcast like i i don't i mean maybe people could point me wrong like Arnold's got some excellent movies predator Terminator Terminator two uh true lies uh there's a lot but he doesn't have like a rocky he doesn't have a first blood he doesn't have a copland like this is a legitimately good performance that is 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 is, is does, like could conceivably win an academy award right and i think if he did king conan with the right people you got the right director the mm-hmm. right writer uh you go for broke on the 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 costuming and the set design and you I, I think it could be. It'd be amazing,
2: and I would love to see what John Williams could do with the soundtrack. <laughs>
1: yeah, because you almost you you have to get him for it, right? Well, I mean, there's there's not much time left to make any of these things and for either of these guys. Like so. another, like it's, it's doubtful that five years from now this is even possible because of the ravages of death. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it happens. I hope they bury Arnold in his coffin in a shroud covered in ta- resurrection tattoos. All right. <laughs> yeah. Go, uh, that would be fu- that would be badass. Uh-huh. Yeah. With his sword. <laughs> That would be, so, I mean, no self-respecting human would actually do that. Like that's some Bella Lugosi, sad, dying, old, and addicted to heroin shit. Tell right? that to
2: Nick Cage, man. Yeah, he's already got his plot picked out. Right, he's gonna be buried in like Christopher Reeve's Superman suit, <laughs> right? <laughs> with with the test the test
1: shoot uh, mullet that they gave right. him. Uh- and then he also has in his will that they, he wants them before they bury him to try to shoot him full of that uh, resurrection juice from Serpent and the Rainbow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess. Just see. Just see, guys. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. What's why the not? worst that can happen? I'm a nouveau shaman. This stuff might work on me. <laughs> Do you have any final
2: thoughts on Conan? Uh, I don't think so. I I actually really like this movie. Now. Yeah. Af- after having. I will say finally sat down
1: and actually watched the movie. All right, so that's uh, one of our films in the Super Serious Film Fest Fantasy. Uh, please check out all the others we're posting during the run of Game of Thrones. Also, if you are a club member, every one of these has a companion piece called a live watch that you can view on our website, baldmove.com, where we actually watch this movie um and get you can get it's kind of like a riff tracks Mr. Science theater. We have a little fun with it. Um, Man, this one is worth it for the buzzard bite scene. The buzzard alone. bite. Jim was not prepared for the buzzard I, bite. I, 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 was, knew, it was I knew the
2: camel punch was coming. Yeah. I had
1: forgotten about the buzzard bite. Genuine delight and shock from Jim Jones. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. And if you're not a club member, it's easy to join. You Not only do you get access to the live watches um, and lunches with Jim and A but right here during Game of Thrones, we're also in an instant talk where immediately after we get done watching the, the, the first showing of Game of Thrones, we take to uh the internet and we do a live podcast on it but we also invite some of our audience uh consisting of club members and the only way to get in on that audience participation of the instant talk podcast is to be a club member at club.baldmove.com until the next time until the next episode of game of thrones or next installment of super serious film fest i am your host aaron and i'm jim see ya